Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. Ben Dobbin with you this morning. It's the 15th of January, our first show back. And who better to kick the show off with than the leader of the National Party, uh, the member for Maranoa, David Littleproud, joining us this morning. David, good morning, mate. How are you? Uh, Happy New Year. I know Christmas has been and gone. It seems like I've seen you every single day, and rightly so. We have a real catastrophic situation on our hands with the supermarkets and the producers and it's finally come to a head through kicking and screaming with people like yourself that we finally might see some sort or form of inquiry into it yeah mate and happy new year good to be back hope everyone had a great break Uh, but mate look the cost of living pressure didn't go away over christmas in fact that pressure could have been actually addressed before christmas if anthony albanese had understood the gravity and severity of the cost of living pressures that families are feeling, and particularly at the, at the checkout. And when we saw, uh, you know, uh, the cattle and sheep prices drop off a cliff in about June, yet uh, we only saw a small reduction, an 8% reduction at the checkout when 60 70% reduction at the farm gate for, for uh, meat and sheep, you just think something wasn't right. And you know, I understood that it took, takes about three months for them to wash through the feedlot and get out. Grass-fed should have translated straight away. Straight away. At the checkout. It didn't. Uh, but, you know, when and when we hit about September, October, we started asking questions. And the government said, oh, no, look, we're going to have this, this code of conduct review. Uh, that's a statutory review that was going to happen anyway. And it's not a review into specific commodities. And that's what we said. Is, well, this is we're all for that. We want bigger penalties for the supermarkets. We'll support you on that. But we need an investigation into their behaviour. When you see a 60%, 70% reduction at the farm gate, but only 8% at the checkout. Something's not right. And you wash that over with fresh produce as well. I mean, we've got watermelon producers that are getting $1.50 a kilo and getting and then getting charged at the checkout $5.40 a kilo. Oh. I pick watermelons and rock melons in chinchilla. And let me sure. tell you, you throw them on the back of a boom of a tractor, they feed into a, into a bin. The bin goes on the back of a truck and goes direct to the supermarket. It doesn't cost that much in markup. Uh, and so when you look at fresh produce, these perishable goods, the government has had an opportunity to get an investigation. And they could have started this back in November. It takes a couple of weeks for the ACCC to get set up. And what they do is they investigate and they can compel not only the, the, for witnesses, so the CEOs to turn up, they can compel documentary evidence. So all the reviews, the two reviews the government's talking about at the moment, they haven't got the power to do sweet, sweet fanny nickel. What this does, what the ACCC has is the power to compel the documentary evidence, to compel witnesses to give evidence uh, into specific price fixing. That is the vehicle that the government, had they been on top of their game and understood the severity of this, would have implemented back in November and, in fact, could have. And and if the ACCC had called a witness and found evidence or got documentary evidence before Christmas, they could have imposed significant fines on the supermarkets and could have given uh, the government recommendations in changing some of the pricing for supermarkets. So they missed an opportunity, and they have been running on the back foot on this. They said, "Don't the Nationals don't know what they're talking about. Um, this is we don't we don't really need this." And now Jim Chalmers is saying, "Yeah, well, actually, we might get the ACCC to look uh, at this." I mean, oh, these guys are out of touch with what's yeah. happening with families out there. David, the, the, the issue that I have, and this is where we're getting to the pointy end of it, is that this has been going on not only now but forever. Uh, if we've all been in the situation where we're going, we don't understand how we get, let's just say, $4 a kilo 
and every single thing, <laughs> the cheapest thing that is in in the supermarket on the shelf, we just use the beef industry, is $10 or $11 a kilo. Now, I understand there's production costs. I, I, I get all that. And I understand that everybody's got to make some margin. But it just can't be a price gouge. We have never seen it as bad. And for the whole life cycle to work, it's got to go back to the farmer's pockets. Now, if they're not getting paid for what they're producing and they're all going one way, it, 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 it just doesn't balance out. I've never seen it in such a disproportion in my life. And, and this is the concern that I'm having. I, I don't know how you can stop a publicly listed company from price gouging. I, I mean, part of me wants to boycott Woolworths completely because of their absolute disdain around what they've done around the Australia Day merchandise and the direction they're going with. But that's a whole separate issue. For me, um, I, I don't understand how you can police it. I understand there's an ACCC inquiry, but what, what, what's the outcome of it, though? Yeah, and, and this is the, the tricky part of it, mate, and it's a really good point. And this is where the supermarkets have got away from it for so long is because it is a grey area. And, and I want them to make a profit. We need everyone to make a profit. They employ Australians. But when you are dealing in a commodity that underpins all life, then it's important that those markups are reasonable and they are transparent. And this is the, the reasonable test is one that, one that the ACCC should be making. It shouldn't be government that makes a determination about whether that's a reasonable markup. It's actually the professionals. And that was our case all the way along. Let's not get a bunch of politicians to do inquiries. Let's actually get the professionals. What is a reasonable markup? And this is the challenge that we've got also. When they control 74% of the market, they are the marketplace. And so they sit there and say, well, these are all market forces. Well, that's BS. Uh, They are the market. They determine the market. And unfortunately, what's happening is that even though we have seen market forces go down, you look at beef, um, it hit dry, everyone offloaded, um, prices slumped, that should have translated uh, back to the checkout. A 70% reduction at the farm gate should have had more than an 8% reduction at the checkout. And that's where the ACCC should be investigating at a granular level particular commodities, and then be able to yeah. say with all reasonableness, well, hold on, a 70% reduction at the farm gate, and we've only seen 8%, that let's go through the chain. They, sh- they, sh- they have the opportunity to go through the chain. And this is where we need transparency from the pricing perspective, from the farm gate through to the checkout. And we, before the election, had a perishable goods inquiry. So we've had more inquiries in paper stick at Let's be honest. Yep. And it came back and we, well, we saw it with the dairy. We saw it with the dairy. We've seen it in, in every commodity in agriculture. You know, the fruit and veg industries yeah. had the microscope. You've been big on Like every single, you know, commodity has had an, in, an investigation, but they just get away <laughs> with it. They get roughshodded over the top of everybody and they can do what they want. So maybe, well, just maybe, true. this might just be, I, I suppose, a, a, a line in the sand because it is gone viral. We've been screaming it. You've been screaming it. Robbie Catter's been screaming it for a long, long time. Now yeah, and, it's gone mainstream. But that happened with dairy as well. And I can tell you, it was me that broke the the, broke the dollar litre milk because I, I threatened the, the CEOs and spoke to them personally yep. and said, unless you get rid of a dollar litre milk, we will have a rule commission into you guys very next week. And it was the week before the 2019 budget. Yep. And they relented. And, and the, only, the only language these people understand is big sticks. And this is where you've got to unleash the ACCC, you've got to give them the tools, but be able to be able to, to give the evidence. And when the evidence is as clear 
as what it was on meat prices and what it is on fresh produce, you've got to be able to say to them what is a reasonable what is a reasonable markup from the farm gate right through, and that's where the the transparency in pricing and cost of production is so important. And that's where the ACCC did, um, to their credit, after we did that perishable goods, ask for funding to get transparency of cost of production all the way through. We've done that and we're actually working. The government um, has still got to finish off horticulture, yep. but there was a lot of work done about that transparency. So not only can farmers see, but the punter can see what's, a, what's the cost of a produ- farmer to produce a punt of the strawberries or what it is for a kilo of beef. And that's the sort of transparency that we need to have. Uh, and then it's important that if the supermarkets don't, if they try to gouge and, you know, when you've got Alan Fells and and uh, Graham Sims, former ACCC chairs, both saying something's not right here, um, then it's a big, it's, it's there's red flags everywhere. And that's why the government had the vehicle of the ACCC, not politicians going to investigate this. They don't have the power to charge them or put fines on them. It's actually the ACCC that has that power. And that's why we should be having the ACCC investigate fresh produce and meat and do it quickly, get the evidence of why they, how long they gouged for, and there should be penalties imposed. And then we need to move forward with bigger penalties. And I think we're now to the juncture where we need to have the vestige of power to these because these supermarkets don't, don't understand the language of, oh, you, we, you know, you play nice, and, um, there'll be a fine. I mean, the fine at the moment, $64,000 under the grocery code of conduct, they'll pay that out of a till in Brisbane. What we need is a minimum ten million scaling up and a vestige of power, so yeah. that if they if they if they mistreat a supplier, a farmer, or they mistreat or, or abuse and gouge consumers, then what we can do is force them to sell their Dan Murphys across the country, or their Big Ws, or their Kmart's, or whatever it may be that they have as part of their group. We can force them to the best of that of that. We did that with energy, so there's no reason why we shouldn't be doing that with uh, groceries and, and a commodity that underpins life. Yeah, and that's right. important that we get this right. So we've been banging on as Nats for, for some time on this. Um, and look, we've just been so frustrated that Albanese has now, 2024, suddenly realised there's a cost of living crisis and, oh, I'm going to do something about it. He could have done something last year. Uh, well, he had, bigger pro- he, had bigger, he, he had bigger issues like trying to get a vote up that was doomed. David, I'm going to take a break. I want to come back to you because it, it, it begs. Oh, we've got to talk about the Bureau of Meteorology. This is yeah. Rural Queensland today. David Littleproud joining us this morning. We'll take a break on Rural Queensland today and come back with more.